You're listening to the One Small Bite podcast with me, your host, David Roscoe. For over a decade, I have built a successful nutrition practice, helping thousands of people thrive, nourish their life, and break the cycle of crazy diets. We will take one small bite at a time to transform your health and develop a positive relationship to food. So let's chop the diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. Okay, are you ready? Let's do this. Alright, alright. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in to the next episode, this bonus episode. And I'm going to call this bonus episode Friday Food Hacks. Uh, Hacks on nutrition tips that will get you closer to your goals. Today's hack is going to be the autopilot syndrome, how it makes us unhealthy. I'm going to talk a little bit about that, so you got to listen in. I'll also have a uh, free giveaway, so you got to tune in to the end so you can hear those um, key elements that will break the autopilot syndrome. Okay, let's do this. You ready? Here we go. So, as I mentioned in the intro, the topic for today is called the autopilot syndrome, how it makes us unhealthy. So, Um, The other day, I was talking to a friend of mine, and um, he was telling me, you know, I get up in the morning, and I have my coffee, and then, um, you know, it helps me wake up, and then once I have my coffee, I'm ready to go, I take a shower, I get ready, and man, I never have any time to grab a bite to eat, but I get to the office, and then, you know, my day just gets going, I mean, I got one email, or a meeting, or uh, a consult, or I got to go somewhere, and so... I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I started thinking, wow, this is, <laughs> he's starting to sound a lot like clients I work with. So I started uh, kind of talking to him a little bit and I said, well, what, you know, what do you think is causing um, that situation where you're just kind of in this automatic uh, zone? And he's, oh, yeah, David, that's exactly right. It's this automatic zone. And I said, oh, yeah, it's kind of like autopilot syndrome. And he thought, oh, yeah, that's that autopilot. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I said, yeah, it's kind of like you hit the autopilot button in the morning and it's like a, a sequence of events, one that leads after the other, right? It's like you you move the covers in the exact same way when you get out of bed, you go to the bathroom or you take a shower, you get your coffee, so on and so forth. And then just the whole day proceeds exactly like that. Now, some days are a little bit different than the others. Like my Mondays are definitely different than my Fridays. And then, of course, my Saturdays are different than my uh, Tuesdays. But the idea is, is that they, they, there are a lot of very same routines. Now, quite honestly, these routines are very helpful. They are efficient. They get allow us to get things done. And so it helps with what I call conservation of brain energy. Look, the mind is really just going to go to familiar things that we do over and over again because it is quick. It is easy. And so if we drink coffee, it's going to give us a little bit of that jolt early on. Then it suppresses our appetite. We don't realize that. Um, We also are looking for the routine, right? The warmth, the comfort. People tell me all the time, it's the time that I use to wake up. And so... That made me think about, oh, okay, this would be a great episode for my podcast. 
I want to get people to listen because I work with a lot of clients in just this area. So I want to give you the five key elements that help break the autopilot syndrome. Okay, here we go. Ready? So number one, it is simply slow down. Pause, take a little break, and just pay attention to what's going on around you. What are those constant little habits that are just going on and on and on? Are they helping me? Are they not helping me? And so kind of looking at what you're feeling, looking at what you're doing, and slowing down and, and, and paying attention. Let me give you an example. My wife, she's not going to love me telling you guys this, but my wife is super efficient with her time, and it's because she does everything so very, very fast. But a lot of times what happens is that she makes a lot of little mistakes. And so, for example, um, we might need something at the grocery store and she gets something else. Um, and I do this as well. And we get home. And the reason we're getting it is because you're, we're just in this routine. We're going up and down the right aisles and we're grabbing this and we're grabbing that product. And we get to the checkout counter and then we get home. Um, and we're like, oh, wait, oh, we already have that. <laughs> so we just wasted a little bit of money and didn't realize it. Now, there, there, there usually isn't a big problem with some of these. The problem is, is, and this is another analogy that I talk with a lot of clients, when we don't slow down, what ends up happening is we start dying through a thousand cuts. It's like you can't keep putting Band-Aids on these. We need to actually slow down smell the roses, pay attention to what actually is happening on a regular basis. And then number two, we need to analyze it. Okay, like I said a little while ago, analyze whether or not it is helping us. Is this something that I do on a regular basis really making it healthy for me? Again, I'm going to go back to the coffee. And look, I'm not trying to poo-poo coffee. I just want to digress here a little bit. I'm Colombian, so I do myself a disservice if I tell people to stop drinking coffee. However, we do use coffee and caffeine quite often as a sort of self-medicating tool or food. We don't realize it, but again, if you listen to what I was talking about in the story with my friend... One of the things that happens is that coffee becomes very dependent. And that's natural because caffeine is actually addictive. And so we end up getting addicted to that caffeine. And we also then get addicted to the routine. And therefore, there's the hook. And when you got the hook, you've got this situation where it happens over and over and over again. Now, again, if you pay attention to what caffeine does, it is a stimulant, right? So it's going to drive the pituitary gland to communicate with your adrenal glands to release epinephrine, norepinephrine, and cortisol. So these are your fight or flee hormones, which essentially dump a lot of sugar into your blood, and that gives you a little bit of energy. But the problem is, is that the body does not like using that stored source of fuel. It wants it, it needs it from food. We need to eat. And so what ends up happening over time is... I get clients who consume maybe four, five cups of coffee, 24 to 32 ounces in a tumbler, and don't even realize it. And, and they don't drink it all at one time. They might probably have it throughout the course of the morning. And so by the time they get to lunch, they may, may, they may be starving or they may be famished. 
Or they may not. They may sometimes just skip lunch altogether, might have a couple of snacks. So you can start seeing how the routine starts compiling the way we eat, the foods that we choose to eat, the times that we choose to eat. And so over time, people with really busy schedules that have a lot going on, they get used to this. They use this. I see this a lot with doctors and nurses and people that do shift work. But I see this people with people that that also do 9 to 5 work that are in an office from, you know, 9 or 8 o'clock in the morning to 5 or 6 o'clock in the, in the afternoon. So analyze what is happening in your day by the routine, by that autopilot. You know, we hit that autopilot and we don't even uh, pay attention. So then that leads me to number three, which is, okay, so how do we then make that change? One little advice that I give clients quite a bit comes from a book that I read called uh, Atomic Habits from James, from the author James Clear. And he talks about stacking habits, but I, I kind of like calling it interrupting habits. So here's an example. I had a client that um, we knew we needed to get him to work out a little bit or be a little bit more physically active. And so he said, well, Dave, you know, I just get home and I'm really tired. You know, I've had a long day. My, I have all the right intentions to go to the gym or maybe go on a walk with my dog. But oh, man, I, all I want to do is just chill out. I want to grab something to eat or grab a drink and then just take it easy. And so I said to him, well, you know, working out at night is really hard because you, you just said it, you know, you've got a long day. What if you work out in the morning? He goes, you know, I've always thought about that, but I'm not really a morning person. And I said, well, why aren't you a morning person? He goes, well, you know, I, I, I get a lot of stuff done. And so uh, I was just always a night owl. In a future Friday flavor hack, one of the things I'll do is I'll talk a little bit about this sort of uh, self-identifying or self-fulfilling prophecy I have, so therefore I will become. But if I create a little interruption with what I am doing, we can make a big change. So what I did with this client is I said to him, okay, well, in the morning, why don't you put a pair of sneakers right at the foot of where you make your coffee? And I said to him, that's all you do. All you do is just put a pair of sneakers there don't worry about it, you're closed, don't worry about uh, going out for a walk or doing anything, but, but let that be a prompt for you to interrupt some of the things that you're doing. Now, a couple of other ideas came along where um, he ended up uh, moving the coffee machine to a different place, but leaving the sneakers where they were, or, uh, and, and, and so that led into what the third, excuse me, what the fourth hack or element is in this, and that is... Um, experimentation. So one of the things that he needed to do was he needed to experiment with this. Okay, the idea was just simply put the pair of sneakers in front of the coffee machine. Now, I know this may sound awfully silly, but look, one of the things that I've seen with a lot of clients is when we do small, simple things, we start and we accomplish them, we start seeing this sense of accomplishment, this feeling starts coming over us like, oh, wow, you know, I got this done. I can do this now. Or, oh, yeah, I got that done. Oh, I could do this now. And so what it does is it prompts us into changing some of those habits. And again, when I look at building habits, one of the things that habits have is that there's a cue and then there's a craving for it. And then by the end, there's a reward. And so we're actually getting a dopamine dump by having the behavior Solved. You're actually getting a higher dopamine uh, dump, meaning your body is releasing dopamine and that feel good, uh, those feel good hormones 
just by thinking by the cue that's there. And so what we're doing is we're interrupting the the habit that then creates a new cue which therefore allows us to have a different craving so he started actually going out for walks and then he experimented it with it and it just worked really well so every morning he just simply puts out his clothes now with his sneakers and he gets up a little bit earlier this again this was not prompted by me i didn't tell him how to do this or what to do he really just took it on himself and what he did was he experimented sometimes he would go on walks with his dogs, and sometimes he would do um, walks uh, alone, and other times he would go for 15 minutes, or he would take walks for an hour sometimes. He would get up earlier sometimes, and he started saying, wow, David, you know, I'm getting up earlier, and I'm feeling better. I'm going to bed a little bit earlier because I know I got that that workout, and I'm also making a couple of preparations at night with my food, so I'm not drinking as much coffee. And look, all of this happened simply because he put an interrupter or an interruption, some new cue that created a little pause or a block that therefore he started thinking through that analyzation piece, right? So again, you pause, you kind of look at your patterns, you analyze, then you interrupt, you put some kind of new cue in front of that, and then you experiment with a little bit. Because look, this is not about failure or success. This is about, well, what works and what doesn't work. Sometimes things just have to be repeated. Again, this is the, the whole point about this podcast. The reason it's called One Small Bite is because we want to take small steps that have incremental benefits over the long term. But you got to do it over and over again. And so that gets to the fifth element. The fifth element is evaluate. Pay attention to what has happened, whether or not it works, and mix it up, change it. That goes part hand in hand with experimentation, right? And so you repeat this. You, you do it again. You slow down. You pay attention. You pause. You then analyze what's worked, what hasn't worked, and then you interrupt. You create some kind of um, wedge in or new cue into what you're already doing. You're stacking an old, an old, a new habit onto an old one, and then you experiment. See what works, see what doesn't work, and then of course you're evaluating it in the process. It all happens all at the same time. So we do this almost all of the time every day. Well, what ended up happening with my client, well, excuse me, with my friend, was um, I started telling him this story and about this client who had who had put the sneakers right in front of the coffee machine, and he said, "Really? That that that's what he did?" And he kind of laughed and thought, "Oh my God, that was really simple. It's so obvious." And then I didn't say much else to him. And then I saw him a couple of days later, and you know, we didn't talk about the same thing. And then about a few weeks later, I noticed. He he was wearing something new and he, his face looked a little bit thinner. And then, and so I, I said, hey, have you been losing a little weight? And he said, David, you know what? You really struck a chord with me with that whole autopilot thing. I think that it was so interesting to me. So, so what I started doing was I put a, a bowl of fruit right where I put my keys when I get home from work. 
And I said, oh, interesting. Why did you do that? And he said, well, you know, what happened was is that every single time I was getting home from work, what I'd do is I'd go straight to the pantry and just grab something to eat. And then I would sit in front of the TV and watch like the, the six o'clock news or something like that. And the whole time I was doing that, I was like, oh, man, I, I need to go and, and work out or something. But I'm so tired. It's a long day, blah, blah, blah. And he said, when I, when I mentioned that story to him, he thought, oh, wow, that's, that's really interesting. And so what he ended up doing was putting the, the bowl of fruit right around the same place where he had, where he would put his keys. And for him, it worked because it was right on the kitchen counter. But uh, again, it, it, it worked for him. And said, he said, all it took was me to see the, the bowl of fruit. And it reminded me, oh, yeah, okay, let me grab a, a, a fruit. And what, that, what happened then is I ended up going to the gym or um, going for walks. And I thought, wow, okay, <laughs> that's it? Look, I, I'm not trying to deceive you and think and make you think that, oh, my gosh, this is going to work like a charm. No. The whole point of the five key elements is evaluation and experimentation. You have to try different things, small bites at a time, but little uh, changes will start adding up. One good deed leads into another, so to speak. So, okay, so let me summarize once more five key elements to break the autopilot syndrome. First and foremost, pause. Slow down and pay attention. Number two, analyze what's going on. See those patterns. Sometimes people will journal and that will help them see patterns. But sometimes a mental note, a mental pause will really help as well. Number three, put an interrupter. Put something that will set up a new cue, stack an old, a new habit on top of an old habit. Number four, experiment with the change and then number five, which goes along with experimentation, evaluate it. See what happens. Does it make you feel better? Do you see some changes happening? Do you, do you sleep better? Do you have a better mood? Um, are you having better conversations with your partner? Are um, you getting more things done? Whatever. Evaluate it. And if it's not working for you, we've got to change it. And that's not a problem because these five key elements are cyclical. They're not linear. It's not like you stop at one. They then revert back to, again, number one, pause. Number two, analyze. Number three, interrupt. Number four, experiment. And number five, evaluate. All right. So the next thing that I think will be helpful here is for, it's up to you now. It's your turn. Go to my website, onesmallbite.net. Go to the show notes. Go to the link to where you can download this five key elements to break the autopilot syndrome and try something new that helps break an old habit. Try this once and only once and then send me a note. Leave me a review. Leave me a note. Let me know how it worked or what didn't work about it. And you know what? That's the whole point of the table talk. <laughs> this is a good opportunity for me to get you I on the show and or for you to leave me a recorded message so that you can tell me what works and what doesn't work. Because look, not everything works for every person. And quite honestly, it's great for other pe people to hear the challenges so we can work through them. All right. Um, Last thing is, of course, I want to remind you, if you have a moment, 
and you like this show, leave me a review. Go to the uh, Apple Podcast, uh, scroll down to the bottom. Oh, wait, first, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. And then scroll down, leave me a review, and then uh, share this with some uh, uh, a friend or a colleague of yours or a family member. And uh, um, yeah, let me know how it goes. Other than that, I think that's it. So I can't wait to hear all the great stuff that comes out of this. Woohoo! All right, guys, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, take care.